Well, let me tell you something. Stop! Mr. Clayton. Oh, my word. <laughs> we're, we're podcasting. No. We're podcasting. No. Stop. It's okay, everyone. Somehow or another, Tessa has adopted this weird Texas creepy man accent. I started Midwestern Mom there. No. That you that was with Midwestern Mom. But I can mom. go inside. Stop oh, it. Man. No. <laughs> Get me out of this car. Tessa and Rusty on the road podcasting between every show answering questions just for you. Occasionally some banter too. Just kidding. Now the time has come at last for another episode of Torcast with people, you know. <laughs> How many hours do you think we've been in this car? Uh, at least twenty-five. Yeah. Well, it's gotta be because it's thirty to get out to Oregon. It's mm-hmm. like thirty-five hours, so we had to have at least been in there thirty-five hours. Yeah. So I'm certain we're like at 45, yeah. 50 hours. <laughs> uh, well, stop it! It has been a oh. few minutes. We picked up this hitchhiker. His name's Stetson. Stetson, no Stetson. Hello, Rusty Clay. Am I right? Stetson. Is your name Rusty Clay? Should never Clayton? pick you up. Well. I'm having a pretty good time in this car. No. I'm enjoying the sights, seeing some of my home state, Texas. We actually met a, uh, sorry Stetson, oh. did you know that we met a Stetson last night? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Stetson And this is not Texan. making fun of Stetson. Yes, just for the record. The Texan. Oh yeah. How I could I be making fun of someone when I am someone real as the dirt between destiny. my teeth? Between your teeth? You've been eating dirt, Stetson? I am a cowboy. T- t- cowboys don't eat dirt, Stetson. <laughs> you're I... not you're certainly not a cowboy. I'm not sure what you are. Well, usually I ride a horse. But I lost my horse. Where's, where's, where'd you lose your horse? Um, well, I in the desert. And I got picked up by you nice folks. You know, it might have been a horse. Or it might have been... A zebra. <laughs> Wait a minute, Stetson. Yeah. You don't know the difference between a horse and a zebra and you're a cowboy? Well, I didn't go you could to be a giraffe boy. fancy middle school like some people in this car. Did you even go to middle school? No. No? I did not. Oh, what's the great... I was trained by the wolves and the horses. To do what? And the zebras. <laughs> no zebras here, Stetson. I'm a herder. Did you grow up in a zoo? Call me Stetson the herder. Stetson the Texan herder. All right, I gotta go, but I'll see you guys later. I'm just oh, you gonna gotta take. Go. I'm Tricar's just taking going. a nap. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wow, he's a deep sleeper. Yeah, he's a pretty. Weird. Yeah. I think we picked him up uh, between Lubbock and here. Do we do a podcast yesterday? You're in Lubbock. We did. Is that when we met? What's his face? No, we. That was two days ago. Yeah, he was creepy. I yeah, kind of like that. No bones. Yeah. Kind of no. ducked out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a blob, a mass. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we had a show yesterday in Lubbock with the Rhodes family. They were very nice. Rachel Diaz. Yes, and um, not our best show. It's pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Okay, 
It, private shows are, are uh, fun, but sometimes they have a weird, like, uh, not, it's not even weird. It's like a, a funny tint to it, to where, like, um, I, I guess when you show up and there are, like, 25 people where maybe three of them know who you are, it's just kind of like, all right, I gotta impress these people. And if you don't just do an A plus 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 job, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just mean about my performance specifically. I forgot a lot of my lyrics, which is usually not a problem I had, I have, but it definitely was last night. Sorry about that. That's okay. That I also happens. forgot a lot of lyrics. Sometimes when I forget lyrics, I can recover with something funny. But every time I tried to recover, it was just something not funny. <laughs> And I was like, if there exists something that is the opposite of a laugh, that's what I got. Yeah, like a vacuum? Like, like yeah, like groans, a laugh maybe. vacuum? Yeah. But even groans acknowledges that you exist and have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> a vacuum actually sucks the existence out of the air. Yeah. It, yeah. It was cool. The Rhodes family are amazing peeps. Yeah, they were so Super sweet. cool peeps. I'm happy we got to meet them. Michaela, Elizabeth. Hannah. Aaron. Hannah, Aaron, Aaron. Tina and Kevin. Tina and Kevin, yep. You guys are up. It's funny we had a Tina, a mom who was a Tina last night, because uh, in Tucson, we had a mom whose name was Dina. That's right. Tina and Dina. Someone came named Gina. Yeah. Last night. Wow, we've met a lot of Tinas lately. Yeah. Maybe I'll change my name to Ina. Ina. I I was... Ina Michelson. (laughs) I I know. Like Ingrid Michaels. No, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I, uh, yeah. I always thought, like, after Napoleon Dynamite came out, it, where people named Tina were like, ah, oh, yikes. Or like Pedro. I wonder if pa- all the Pedros of the world were like, hey, that's my name. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. Or all the Napoleons of the world were like, what? Yeah. I, you know, I haven't seen that movie. Enough to actually remember it. I at all. saw it so much when it came out. That was I. I don't know. They, they, when you see that movie back then, especially before that humor was like really fashionable, mm-hmm. it's there are two groups of people. You see it and you say. First of all, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: movie recommendations by Byron. Movie recommendations by Byron. Um, I'm gonna pretend I'm Byron. Yeah. Hey guys. Um, hey Byron. I'm Byron. It's nice to see you. Uh, hey, it's Thanks nice to for the here. t-shirts. You're welcome. I'm the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, you are. I uh, feel that about you. <laughs> um, anyway, Rusty's back. Hey, Rusty. So there are two different kinds of people. When you watch Napoleon Dynamite, you either watch it and from the very beginning you think, I don't get it. Like from the moment he throws that action figure out the window and drags it behind the bus, you either think like, I don't get it. This is stupid. There's no rhyme or reason. Or you think... I totally understand. This is so funny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. If you, like, eject the two quotes that everybody said all throughout the 2000s, which is like, uh, my lips hurt real bad, that, and also, uh, your mom goes to college. Oh, those two things. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. If you eject those, because those kind of got worn into the ground, then the movie is hilarious. Hilarious. I love it. I'd say it again. Yeah, do- uh, definitely. First, we need to watch Bottle Rocket. Yeah, I've never seen that. You love that movie. Yeah, I've been saying it in the past 
few podcasts, we've got to watch Battle Rocket. You know what would be funny? What? Is if on this tour, we need to do this next tour. Next time we podcast the tour, we need to make it so that we don't talk the entire tour unless we're podcasting. Mm, yeah. Well, it's not too late to start. Okay. We're sort of headed that direction anyway. We're not. <laughs> Kind of, just kidding. <laughs> this this is something I found out that's new, and I'm not. I'm about to share something very personal okay. with you guys. Um, the the only time that I'm ever alone on this tour is when I get to go to the restroom. I was I was texting Shauna about that. And so it's like, when you're sitting on the toilet, mm-hmm. even when you don't have to go, you'll find an excuse to go sit on the toilet and play on your phone. Not you, but me. Mm-hmm. Just so it's like, I'm completely alone. Mm-hmm. This is very nice. Door's locked, and I'm just snap, you know, snapping my buddies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> or like when you're changing. That's so funny. Yeah, I wish that I was thinking about that while I was doing my makeup yesterday. Maybe I should do it slower so I can take in being alone. It's been so long since we've truly been alone. I'm thinking about when I get back to Nashville, um, seeing if I can find like a really inexpensive cabin to rent and just being alone in it for a week. That's my idea. <laughs> I did take it. That is just your kidding. idea. That's not my idea. It's, it was, people have been doing that since you could build a cabin in the 1600s. Yeah. Actually, they've been building cabins since the beginning of time, I believe. Yeah. Log cabins. Yeah. Since songwriting was a thing. That, that would be really fun. I thought about taking a tent out into the wilderness and just being out there for a few days by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think I'm just going to lock myself in my room and watch movie after movie after movie by myself. Or, like, do... Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to have a few breakfasts by myself, I think. Yeah. It's going to be nice. I probably won't commit to the cabin. Like, when I, when I think about actually realizing that idea, it feels excessive. You but could the get hypothetical of it, I'm like, yeah. You could get I a cheap, pretty dang cheap one, dog. Um, I had a thought earlier. Oh, FedEx is my nemesis. <laughs> That's what the title of this podcast is going to be, is FedEx is our nemesis. Good, I'm glad. I want them to know. They are my enemy. Yeah. What, 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 explain the situation. Well, well, they guaranteed delivery in Lubbock by uh, yesterday and if we'd gotten our package yesterday then we could have rolled t-shirts today but they delivered it today and there's no time to roll t-shirts and FedEx what's the point in promising that you're going to do something if you're not going to follow through on it where is your honor FedEx where is your honor where is your honor FedEx just kidding actually I'm really amazed by FedEx this is the one bad experience I've ever had with them so what it stands for uh, Federal Express. Well, hey. Although they also insisted on a... Yeah, no, I pretty much had really great experience with FedEx. It's just this one day that was inconvenient. Um, I have another thought. Yeah? Well, um, what if... You, <laughs> you know, you have my permission to speak. Yeah. You know how I'm from the state of Oregon? And yeah. you're from the state of Tennessee? Uh, this is a, ten- a joke. No. What is it's it? just a thought. What if instead of a place, it was like a state of being? Like, I live in the state of Tennessee. I do. I constantly live in the state of Tennessee. (laughs) You definitely live in the state of Tennessee. Sometimes I live in the state of Oregon, even when I'm not there. I I was thinking about it because we're currently in the Republic of Texas. 
There's a little known fact about Texas. It's not actually a state. I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day. Did I tell you that? Yes, you did. Is that I'm a not, lie? Yeah, I'm not so sure that's <laughs> Did you lie true. to me? We won't look it up. It was once a republic, but it definitely is. It might be both a state and a republic. Uh, somewhere in the United States, I know that it's legal to fly their flag uh, at the same height as the uh, United States flag. I think I heard that somewhere. I don't know a lot about Texas. Hmm. You were talking earlier about how you think it's funny that when we're in Texas and we remark on something, people say, yeah, you're in the South. Oh, yeah. And that think, is so funny. We're from the South. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel like saying, how dare you? We've been in the South longer than you guys were even in the country. <laughs> like, I don't know. Texas is a weird place. I'm not so sure I like Texas so much. And no, no you know offense to you Texans but I feel like Texas is a, like a weird country where outside of cities nothing there are no rules and it's like do whatever you want but then in cities it's like each city is its own like city state and I feel like that's how Texas should be organized is a bunch of free cities yeah and like they're all like Hong Kong kind of but owned by the United States. Yeah. But then, like, there's Frontier. And there is. Texas is enormous. And it is, we're spending most of our time on tour in Texas. Yeah. Driving through. Yeah. You, did you find that information? I did. It, uh, it is now a state. But before it was a state, it was the Republic yeah. of Texas. It was a cut. It was a nation. Also, another interesting fact, can you guess the capital of Texas? This one surprised me. I'm gonna go ahead and say it is... Man, gosh dang it. I, I don't know enough about Texas. Um, Did you guess? It's... There's no penalty if you're wrong. Just your honor. <laughs> Houston, right? It's Austin. Austin, that's right. Austin, that's right. Never mind. Dang it's it. surprising, it was, right? I knew it was either Houston or Austin. I would have guessed Houston or Dallas. Austin I would. I knew Dallas wasn't it. I knew Fort Worth radar. wasn't. Fort Worth wasn't. Yeah. I feel like if cities were city-states, like free cities uh-huh. in Texas... Dallas and Fort Worth would always be at war. It would be awesome. Really? Oh, yeah. They're so close to each other, dog. Do they not like each other? It's like they're basically the same city, but you just drive 15 minutes down the interstate and you get to the next one. It's it's weird because they're both big cities, but one is where JFK was shot and one is where he wasn't shot. Interesting. Hmm. I'm sure it's Dallas. I'm excited. We have a day off in Austin. Um, Austin's really... Uh, cool. It's a, a hip town. And my friend Hayden is from there. Yo, what up, H Money? What's up, Hayden? Um, he lives in New York City now. And I, what? Yeah. And I said, hey, we're coming through Austin on tour. And he said, oh, I live in New York now. But he happens to be in Austin like three days from now when we're there, too. That's cool. Isn't that we're, cool? Yeah. I wish we could visit him in New York. Here's something that driving through all this country makes me want to do. Go to New York City. It makes me want to, like... Do the exact opposite. Go somewhere where... Seeing all this open sky and stuff, it makes me want to go somewhere where I can't see the sky at all. Mm. <laughs> that's funny. We almost ran out of gas in the middle of the desert yesterday. Yeah, that's a story. We'll, uh, we weren't close. But if we would have passed that place and not seen that... If you, if you would have somehow not seen that exit, mm-hmm. then we would have run out of gas for sure. Yeah. We probably. I bet you we had 20 miles left in us. Yeah. 20 or 30 miles. Yeah. But the next place was 75 miles or something like that. Yeah. Oh. And we had like less than, a, like, maybe like an eighth of a tank of gas. Yeah. 
That was scary. I'm glad we didn't run out of gas. You know, I was, yep, me too. I was mostly scared because I thought we're going to have to cancel the show. <laughs> Is that funny? Yeah, I, that would have been very sad. It was a private show. Yeah. And those are um, fun. Uh, Want to answer some Twitter questions? Yeah, let's answer. We answered them pretty early, and we ran out. Of, we didn't have time. Well, we didn't have that many questions. I said that wrong. Sorry. Yeah. We didn't have that many questions. Okay. Yeah. We also don't have too many questions today, but I saw that we have three questions in the I, Gmail. We've been listening to uh, Mike and Zoya's podcast. Welcome mm-hmm. to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And I heard something very nice today. A good bo- buddy of ours, yeah. of mine, who is very Elliot recent. Morgan. Recent is Morgan his last name? I want to say it's Morgan. Yeah. Um, a really very new friend of mine, Elliot. One of the funniest people I've come in contact with. I have funny friends, but none of them like. Why aren't you on a stage with a microphone right now? Funny, mm-hmm. like just naturally. And he's one of them. Mike's another one of them. And. Uh, he said something really nice about me, and I thought, wow, it's, it's so funny when you don't feel like people are thinking of you, and then it's like, sometimes you pop into people's heads, and you just don't think about it. Yeah. It's a nice feeling. I was actually saying yesterday to Tessa how sometimes I feel like not a lot of people think of me yeah, you were saying when I'm not around. But, you know. No, you did. That was a nice surprise, and I was saying last night... So I feel that way. I don't think that's the reality. And then we listen to the podcast, and Elliot's like, dang, Rusty Clinton, what a talented guy. And I was like, told you so. People love you. And I'm trying to think, did I pay him to say that at one time? And I just forgot that, I, you know, do I owe him money for that? Yeah. But thanks for the, the S-O, uh, Elliot. That stands for shout-out. Uh, S-O stands for shout-out. Yeah. Yes, you didn't know. And it was very lovely meeting your wife, Tiffany. She's great. I met her at VidCon, and, uh, you both... Both of y'all have, as far as I can tell, I haven't, I didn't talk to Tiffany too much, but I can tell that you're a great gal and a great person all around, and you guys seem to have both great catches. Mm -hmm. Adopt me, please. Yeah. Yeah, we love Ellie. Also, I saw a video of your dad, too. I hope that was really your dad. He's hilarious. Also, your brother, too. They're both... uh, just, I want to hang out with your family sometime. Yeah, good work. And that, that is assuming that you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Well, just tell them that listen to the FedEx is my nemesis podcast. Yeah. And we talked about them. Want to answer some questions? Yes, I'd love to. All right. Um, Tyler May. What up, Tyler Dog? What's up, Tyler? Hope you're enjoying that CD. Yeah. Um, he asks, and this is an interesting question. Do you find yourself talking a long time to... Uh, no, let me take that back. Start again. Is this all part of the tweet? No, I'm just not able to... My brain doesn't work anymore. This is very interesting. We're at the point in the tour where my brain does not work at all. Made so many mistakes last night and made, like, a lot of... Here's something funny about me. Finish this. One... <laughs> no, let me finish this up. One, I sometimes mix words up in sentences. And two, I had a speech impediment as a kid that sort of sounded a little bit like this. And <laughs> do it uh, again. No, that's not even right. It's like cats and rabbits would reside in fancy little houses. It's like they, that. They and when I'm house, tired, I talk like that again. So combine those facts together, and f- combine that also with the something about me is that I'm very loving, and I like to tell people what I like about them out of the blue. Put all those three things together, and I seem drunk most of the time. You're. <laughs> 
And That's funny. We were at a video. I really like that you yeah. are pretty. Yes. And we were at a VidCom party like three nights ago. We ran into my friend Kevin, Kevin Conjin. And he was, up, Kevin? he was talking about his life and stuff. And I, before he like exited the conversation, left, I was like, Kevin, I just want to tell you that I like you so much. And I always have. <laughs> I really enjoy your company, and getting to see you is always a treat. And he was like, aw, thanks, Tessa. Like, kind of giving me the knowing eye. And I was like, also, I haven't drinking at all tonight. So, don't think that that is a drunken compliment. I just feel that way. And I feel like I want to tell people most of the time that I'm not drinking. Because I feel like I always... Like, last night, I there was a lot of slurring because I'm so tired. I yeah, just I always wonder like, that, too. I'm not drinking. I wonder if someone thinks that I... Because I always, like, my ritual is... Before I play, I always go to the restroom. Mm -hmm. Always. Use the restroom, splash water on my face, look in the mirror and say, you're going to make something yourself one day, Rusty. Keep going. And come out. And I w always wonder, do they think I'm like injecting heroin or something? <laughs> because like, when I start playing, usually I get like you know, tripped up and stuff. But anyway, I'm anyway. not injecting heroin or no, any other drinking, drug. I'm not drinking, so yet. Oh, uh, Tyler may ask a question. You're up, Tyler. Sorry we got sidetracked. Yeah. Hey, Tyler. He says, do you find yourself taking a long time to warm up to people, or do you enter new relationships with no walls up? Question mark. Hashtag tourcast. Um, can I answer? You go first. I, <laughs> look, someone's flying a Confederate flag in their truck. Nice, dog. Jeez. Hope you get arrested later. <laughs> um, uh, it's raining, wow. I, it depends on where they're coming from. If if I meet someone, like, at, around town somewhere, or, like, at work, I, usually I'm not, like, super mag magnetized to them, or, like, you know, I'm not, like, lassoing them in to be closer to me. Mm -hmm. But if I see them every day at work, or if I see them every day somewhere I am around town, then I will do that, especially if they seem pretty cool, and, um, if they come, if it's, like, somebody that knows me from YouTube, and they're, like, young, especially if they're, like, a lot younger than me, that's a certain interaction that's, like, mm -hmm. so happy to meet you, and it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased that you listen to my music, and, yeah. uh, you're an awesome person, 99.9999% they're an awesome person, and, uh, that's, that's like my go-to interaction, but I forgot what I was going to say about the, uh, the alternative. Do you feel like you oh, if I see them quickly? If I see them, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm not cold yeah. to anyone. I feel like I'm, I, I try, I go to great lengths to try not to be in any way cold to somebody uh, yeah. Unless they're just like a turd, you know? Yeah. Like a f physical poop. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I, I'd say I'm pretty much the same. Use the word um, magnetized. Are you magnetized to people? I liked that. Um, I feel like I am magnetized to people few and far between. Every now and then I meet someone and... You know, often those people do become my friends. I didn't mean it to sound like that. But, you know, like Shauna. Felt very magnetized to her. Still do. Same with you, Rusty Clinton. 
and same with many of my friends that I'm close with now. And I don't necessarily feel magnetized to people too often, but I also meet an enormous amount of people. So, But I would say that I also warm up to people pretty quick. I like people. I like to get to know them, and I'm not, I don't really have walls up. I'm a pretty open book. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would say that no walls up for me, but also not best friends with everybody. But you can't be. I'm, I'm always afraid that people think I judge, like, the worth of a friendship based on, like, you know, if they're, like, like what level they are on YouTube or whatever. Like, I, I feel like when I get really magnetized to somebody to be their friend, I'm it's, it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's hard to... For, like, you know, when I feel, like, magnetized to somebody who is Mm -hmm. uh, a big shot, you know, Mm -hmm. I I feel awkward, like, contacting them or, like, talking to them or getting, doing the normal steps that you would, uh, taking the normal steps you'd take to get to know somebody Mm -hmm. because I'm afraid that they'd think, oh, homie's just trying to get close so he can nab some of these subscribers. Yeah. The fame element adds another weird dynamic. Want to answer some long-form questions? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Did we only do one Twitter question? We did, but um, there was only a few, and I I think that with the time left we've had, I'd like to answer some long-form questions. Yeah. I'm 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 wondering when when the time will come where the long form questions start being people jokingly emailing us and being like, <laughs> I have this really bad like anal rash and oh, I don't no. Uh, no need. I, I don't <laughs> I don't I just want to know like what the best kind of doctor to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for that to happen. All right. It hasn't happened yet. Wow, we've got four. Yeah, we do. We won't have time for all of them today, but we'll get to some of them later. Sweet. All right. Woohoo! This is um, Benjamin Franklin. Oh wait, we already answered Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Didn't this we? is uh, what's the girl who plays? Um, You're looking at her name right now. Uh, yeah. I, it's just I'm having some trouble focusing <laughs> on the letters. It's the woman <laughs> who plays uh, Scarlet in Gone with the Wind. Uh. What's that actress's name? Oh, you're talking about Scarlet from Gone with Wind. Yeah, Scarlet O'Hare. Yes, Scarlet. I forgot her name is Scarlet. Okay. Um, Scarlet writes us, Hello, Scarlet. Dear Tessa and... Sorry. Dear Tessa and Rusty, My name is Scarlet, and I'm 15. From my sophomore year of high school, one of my parents wants to transfer me to another school. The other school is extremely different to my current school and is a lot more challenging. This year, in my current school, I went through a lot of stress that impacted my mental and physical health. And my fear is that it... occur again when I transfer to the new school, as well as meeting new and different people, adapting to the new environment, etc. I'm terrified of taking that leap and falling flat on my face. My question is, what do you suggest I do, and how can I be prepared? Thank you dearly, Scarlett. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, Scarlett. Uh, Nice to meet you. I think we might have met you at a show. Your name looks very familiar. But, or you've just tweeted at me and I recognize your name. So, hey. Also, in case you're listening to this for the first time, we don't use people's real names. Her name's not really Scarlett O'Hare. Yes, it's all uh, anonymous. Yeah. Um, hey, Scarlett. I'm not, it's, I'm a little unsure if you're asking whether or not you should transfer school or you're saying that you have to transfer and what can you do to prepare. So, I'm going to go with the latter. <laughs> um, well, that's tough. Transferring schools is hard. But, 
spin it around, look at it this way, and maybe this was just my school, but new kids were exciting to kids at my school. It was like, cool, Who's are they going to be cool? Are we going to get to hang out with them? And I kind of think it's an opportunity to reinvent yourself. You're going to a place where no one knows you. Shave your head. So they don't know if, like, you maybe before had anxiety or you had trouble making friends and here's an opportunity to present yourself as yeah whatever totally the coolest kid what's up yeah you want to be friends with me and uh, you know I've said this before about anxiety but on the long long train that was working through my anxiety one of the steps was just faking it till you make it and pretending that I wasn't an anxious person and it's sort of a short form thing but the more you get in the habit of like not letting yourself feel that like not letting yourself dwell on anxious thinking or on uh, hey it's raining out thinking that is tearing yourself down maybe those thoughts pop up but you don't dwell on it the less you go to it so yeah I mean I would say try and look at it in a way that's exciting I think it sounds exciting yeah it's raining here by the way what about you Rusty it's weird it's raining in Texas and both people we talked to you said it doesn't rain very much here and it's rained both days we've been here it's nuts um well alright other people have asked questions who are in high school and it's hard for me to answer questions because I kind of am forgetting how it feels to be in high school and not having experience outside of that but um, if you're like iffy on should, is this the right choice? It sounds like you're going to a high school that applies knowledge. Usually when people say the high school is a more difficult high school, that usually means, uh, that the high school or any school, uh, does more work to prepare you for uh, college and the rest of your life. So, I, that sounds exciting to me, personally, because my high school didn't do a great job of that, and I kind of was just thrust into college and and had to learn a lot of things I should have known already. But uh, I think you, with social, with the social stuff, Tessa just hit it on the head, the nail on the head, uh... I think you're right, dog. Yeah? Yeah. Um, here's my one advice you didn't say. Mm-hmm. My one bit of advice. Walk up to the biggest kid you possibly can find and punch him in the nose yeah. as hard as you can. That's good advice. You might get expelled and go to a better school yeah. if you don't like this school. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. That's, That's great. Uh, thanks for mailing in. Mailing in. <laughs> Thanks. By the way, we're reading physical letters. Uh, this is actual mail yeah. that we're, we've been getting. Um, Give another one. Well, I hate to cut it short, but we're gonna have to start heading to where we're going. Uh, we can answer another question later after the show. Well, answer the censor on the way there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to put the address in? Yeah. And we're back. We're also driving to the new place. We All right. Even know that we left. <laughs> we could have just done that seamlessly. Oh, sorry. We turned it off so that we could put it in the GPS real quick. Um, alright, alright. 
Okay, uh, this is a female. Yeah, uh, it's hard for me to read what her name is. Can you tell and what it Frank? is? Yeah! Oh my gosh, Anne Frank. I need to get some glasses. Yeah, have we used Anne Frank yet? I don't think so. We used uh, the French woman. Was her name Anne? Uh, I don't know. This is a different Anne. This is Anne Frank. Uh, hey Tessa, hey Rusty, what's going on? Lots of ends. Nothing much, dog. Just podcasting. Uh, sorry this isn't any relationally e issue, but I would love some advice from the faves. Lots of Z's. I'm hoping this isn't too long. It probably is. No, it's okay. It is a little long. I'm in this dual enrollment high school program, so basically, I start university next year while I'm in my sophomore year of high school. Good choice. Yeah, Rusty did some of that. We've met a lot of people who've done that in sophomore. this part of the country. She's a sophomore? Yeah. I said sophomore at first. Yeah. More sophomore. My struggle is I don't want to start uni before I'm ready or start before I know what I know what I want to do in the future. Everyone around me is set on their engineering and medical jobs they get to have a head start on, but all I know is what I don't want to do. Basically, I don't want anything that doesn't allow me to have a set financial future. Everywhere I go, people will say to be a doctor because I'm smart or to follow my passion. I don't exactly have a passion at the moment. Unfortunately, being a pretty sick y ukulele, <laughs> uh, being a pretty sick ukulele player won't get me far unless I'm writing my own tunes, which I lack complete ability in doing. I've considered filmmaking, but I'm not sure I would go in that direction. Maybe it's just the influence I have because of YouTube. I'm not sure if, this, if it is a thing I will be too interested. Every time I think I have my mindset, I give it a few months, maybe a year or two, and then I'll change it. I spent a good two years wanting to be a surgeon because I was so massively obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. My other struggle is whether I should stay in high school or go to a normal public one where I get to enjoy normal high school life with high schoolers, not college kids, and prom and stuff. But this is a massive financial blessing to my mother as I get three years of tuition fee yeah. free free university. That's sick. It's that awesome. Is awesome. Do it. Do it. <laughs> this also means afterwards I'll have a bachelor's without hope for scholarships. That's amazing. But I'm not sure what I want. I am possibly the most indecisive person in this galaxy. So what I'm asking for is, <laughs> how do I find what I want to do in the future as my career and if leaving the school is worth the high school experience? Thanks, pals. Loving the new album loads and I wish you safe drives upon you. Thanks, Anne. <laughs> and she says, Anne, or whatever historical figure I am. <laughs> You're nice, nice. Um, you go I, first. Uh, here's the thing. It's such a good idea to do dual enrollment. If you, if your listeners don't know what dual enrollment is, people a lot of times from different states can go to a local college and uh, take classes for free. The state will pay for them, which is huge because I think, I think we. We figured this out at my school that each class we were attending, like if you were to skip class, you're like it costs you like each class to attend on like, on any given day, each one is like three hundred dollars a class or something like that. So when you're skipping class, you're like paying for the class but not, you know, getting yeah. it. I don't know. It's it's crazy. So that's a brilliant idea if you can do it. Definitely do it. Also, I would say. Um, I don't I'm sure you've thought of this, but take as many like common core type classes as possible. I know that like college uh, algebra is a, a, on a lot of majors required and so is uh, so is college uh, uh, liter maybe literature I, I can't remember what it's called, but 
there, there are certain classes that most colleges require for most majors, especially like liberal arts colleges. So take those, especially if you know what school you're going to go to. Also, I noticed that you said, you said a lot about how you're indecisive. One, I, you're 16 years old. <laughs> you're not, I don't think you're supposed to know exactly what you want to do. Gosh, it's raining hard. I don't think you're supposed to know exactly what you want to do enough to where, like, uh, you have to know the exact plan and route you need to take to get there. It, it's insanity to think that. And also, I heard that you, you said you lacked the complete ability to do so on something, I think you said, like, songwriting. Dog. I didn't write songs till I was 21. That was four years ago. And uh, not to say that I'm any big shot on songwriting, but like, this is something that's potentially going to be a career for me. And I it started like four years ago. And if you're as smart as you sound, it's something that you could definitely do. Don't like write yourself off on not able to do... Pun intended. Don't write yourself off uh, on... Uh, not being able to do something when you're 16 years old. Anything. And you can do... You're at the point right now where you could start now the trajectory and learn by the time you're 25, be a master at anything. And uh, if you put, you know, enough practice and work into it. Like, think about it. You could start now and start learning French or German and by the time you're my age or even younger, be completely fluent in it and, like, conversational. And it's just insane to, to think about that. Wow, it's flooding. But, um... But... Yeah, don't write yourself off like that. And don't feel like you have to know what you want to do. Because, uh... Most a, don't. Yeah, and a lot of tr credits transfer to call it to different colleges. Especially, like, the common core curriculum uh, credits. So, dog, she has a good experience. And I, I think you said you were worrying about not being able to go to prom or something. And things like that. Dude, you'll forget about that a year and a half after it happens. And not to say it's it's not important, but like, you know, most people I talk to forget about, especially if they're going into college, forget completely about their last couple years of high school by the time they've done done a couple years of college. Yeah. Uh, that was great advice, Rusty. I echo is, all of that. I don't know. You have to look at the thing before we get there. But, um... I was talking. Did you no, see it? Don't worry about it. I did not see it. Um, uh, yeah, I echo all of that. Great stuff. I'm definitely a non-expert in this. I didn't take any college classes at any point in my life. But if I were in your position, I think that I would try and do all the core classes first, like Rusty said. And then maybe if I didn't feel like there's something I was really interested in learning about, choose a major that's pretty basic um, like a you can get a bachelor's degree in business or whatever something like that that sort of applies to yeah. a lot of stuff and then if you want to do more college after you already have one degree and that's fantastic and if you don't it's a degree that works in a lot of fields yeah you hear a lot today about people talking like bad-mouthing college and actually like it makes it's crazy because it makes people feel embarrassed for going to school, which I think that's kind of silly because I enjoyed school so much and I, w I would love to go back. And uh, I, I, I enjoyed it so, so much. And I'm, I'm sure I'll go back. Like, it's, it's no doubt in my mind that I'll go back for a master's degree. But, like, but, yeah. It, let me explain what, like, how I, 
what I did. And people are always like, what? How did you do that? I also did dual enrollment. I wanted to be a band teacher for a long time. I had some really awesome band teachers in middle school and high school. And um, I wanted to direct a band. And then I wanted to be a, uh, a um, like a, a uh, symphonic conductor for a long time. And I, that's what I really wanted to do. That and write film scores. And which way? I wanted to write uh, scores for film, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. I chose my school based on it, and uh, and huh. I went there and studied for a while, and it was great. I just realized I don't want to be a teacher, and I switched my major to the building that was closest to the music building, the humanities building, just to, you know see what it would be like. Oh, there's a turtle. Move, turtle. Look. Oh, no. He's right in the road. <laughs> turtle. Do you well, want me to move him? Here, I'll do it. Yeah, it's raining. But oh. anyway, yeah, I switched my major to history, and I loved it, and that's what I do now. And I like history more than anything I could possibly imagine studying in school. Hold on, I'm going to move a turtle out of the road. All right, we actually have to sign off because we're about to head into this house. Rusty's moving a turtle. Uh, we'll get back to you soon with uh, Patreon. Uh, good luck, everybody. You're great. All right, so I got out to help the turtle. <laughs> Here's what happened. I got out to help the turtle. And, uh, and I stepped on, like, some cactus thing, and a bunch of the spines went into my foot, and I've gotten two out so far, and, and one more left. Ow! Ow! How'd they stick in so far? Ow! Texas! Texas! So, you just experienced the most pain I've experienced on this tour so far. Other than my throat hurting at the very beginning. But, uh, yeah. I'm glad to have you. Ow, it hurts so bad. It's still hurting. <laughs> um, anyway. Save the turtle. It's all worth it. Bye, turtle. Look at his neck. He's sticking his neck out. I can't see him from where I'm at. He's cute. Bye, turtle. I hope you're grateful. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, we didn't have the we didn't have the uh, alarm go off. Yeah, sorry. Let's do it ourselves. Ah! All right, guys. Have a good day. Bye.